All right, we live, and this is Coach Gary with Recoded the Podcast, the blueprint for the student athlete. And uh, today we got two of our two of our uh, guys. I guess you could kind of call them furniture in the in the building because they always in here. You come in GLS, you're gonna see these two. Uh, Jalen McCleskey, uh, Oklahoma State, Tulane. Tulane. Um, now he's a had a little time with the Atlanta Falcons, and and uh, he he's with us today. And and then I have uh, Corey Dauphine, who's Texas Tech to Tulane from Port Arthur, Texas. Now he's a member of the GLS Go to Family. And then got my my guy Colin Burwinkle with me. What's up? Upper Iowa University, baseball, all the way down, working here at GLS now, uh, pretty much running everything. Um, so, man, welcome, fellas. I'm excited to have you all on the show. And, um, you know, we, we're going to talk about a few different things, but I, I really, let's just jump right into it because it's hot right now. I'm at 23 miles per hour. What's happening with that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know. If it felt great too, yeah, no FFA doubt. Great. I mean, and the, and the big thing that that we want to talk about a little bit is, you know, we knew getting your gait cycle where it needed to be, and and, and getting that go to pattern built back into you, and and you know, getting you through that injury and getting you out of you know where you don't even feel it no more. We knew what you was genetically. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Giving you that opportunity for your genetic potential to come through. So, just kind of tell us a little bit about. Um, you know, how it felt transitioning out of it because you dealt with that, you know, before the tag you had some issues, huh? Uh yeah, yeah. I had I had some issues. Um Patelotinit. Um it was real tight. Uh early in the mornings, practice we'll we'll practice early in the mornings. I I do my stretches before we do um practice. I I stretch, I do a real good stretch. And soon practice start. Soon practice start, I still be tight. Yeah, I still be tight. It was it was so terrible that I I I barely could even run. I barely could do anything. And Jalen can tell you, he he was there seeing me every day. I, it was it was terrible. He I was in so much pain. He would get a few reps and he would go make a cut. He would just fall because yeah. he his his knees like he just couldn't like. But on game day, well that was a different story. Yeah, what a, you know, you get the adrenaline yeah. factor and yeah, stuff and, like and, that. And all it, it just it just goes away. Right, right, right. But um, so you what you was feeling, up, like because I I remember you said y'all was just running some simple shuttles or whatever. Yeah, and, and you kind of was you know go ahead. Yeah, um, I actually throughout that whole week, I was I was sore, uh, my Achilles was sore, but it, you know, me not knowing. You know, I was just thinking, you know, push through it. Yeah. And, you know, it's soreness. You know, I, I was doing a lot more squatting, a mm-hmm. lot more running. Um, And I was just thinking, okay, I'm, I'm sore from doing all these extra stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that day just didn't feel right. Yeah. Squatting how? Like what? You had barbell on your back? Yo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hard, hard down squatting as mm-hmm. that, you know, front squats. Bad squats. Well, that's that's the whole heel, heels down technology. 
Um, and then you go, you know, you go straight from the heavy squats and you go out on the field and, and you got to run sprints yeah. and you got to run balls of your feet and it, mm-hmm. it just don't make no sense. You know, and you know that now, you just didn't know it then. Yeah, I didn't, I, I definitely didn't know it then. And then on top of that, that day we was doing sled pushes and you know, and Knowing now, my feet probably was out. Yeah, yeah, you and was it, you it was, was probably was accessing terrible. the heel yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was it was terrible. Um, that day was just it was just terrible, and I was I was real sore. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm just gonna push through it. And then, it and snapped, then huh? that's when we did the team shuttles. I was on the last one, and all I knew was just hit and just go. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just pop. Yeah. And, and I, it was complete. I mean, I saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you sent me the uh, picture. And and then, you know, I mean, at that moment, what's going through your mind? At that moment? Um, and once you knew what it was, I'm saying. Oh, once I knew what it was? Yeah. I was like, man, I was like, I, I got to get right. Yeah. Instantly. Because last year, Jalen was telling me about y'all. Mm-hmm. And so... Soon that it happened, and I started kind of doing my rehab with the school, and we was doing the same thing that put me in the situation in the first place. I was like, I gotta go to Gota. Yeah, as soon as possible. So then you get here, you come in, and so you you tear the Achilles in July, mm-hmm. and full complete rupture all the way, and then you get here. You know, in December, in December. and we working out all of the part about the pro day stuff and all of that. And I'm like, just get your ass in here. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's get started because we don't have time. Because now what happens is, is if you're not the athlete that you are, we can't get you to 23 miles per hour in three weeks. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to have you 100% healthy before we could start stacking explosion and speed and all of that stuff on top of it. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so tell me, you, you come in here and it, it, it's all foreign, right? It's all different. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different it stuff. Different. It was all different, you know. And the the first week I was, I was pretty sore, but it was a good sore. Yeah. It, it was a great sore. I can... I saw improvement in a week than I saw in months of what they had me do. Yeah. And that and that was a game changer right there. Right. And and you see at this point is it's and 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 we don't we're not trying to bash what's out there or anything I like that. Not. But 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 what's what's happening is is it's important for people to to find out the truth, I guess you could say, in the sense that we don't want, you know, it, 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 sometimes you got to tell the truth so that the next guy that comes behind you don't have to go through what you went through. Because that's the only way that these changes are going to be made is when all of these, the, the academia and all of that stuff starts to get held accountable for the position that they're putting a kid in. Now, let's say you go and tear that thing and you never step in here yeah. and you go through all of those motions again. What happens to your football career? Oh, it, there is no. Yeah. I mean, how long you been wanting to play football? For the rest of my life, it's, yeah, as long as I can. So, so, and we're gonna we're gonna get back to you in a minute, and and uh, and Colin, and I'm gonna want you to talk about you know a lot of the day to day stuff with him in a second. But Jalen, you know, tell tell us your story, how you got here, because you played around with Golda for a minute before you really got serious. Yeah, um, I I came in here I uh 19, 19 or twenty, one of them in the summer when I first moved back here, transferred to Tulane, um. 
we came in, we did the evaluation. Uh, the minute I walked in, Coach Gary was just like, yeah, his feet are out. Like, I already know he has, like, had, I was having hamstring issues. I always just had, you know, uh, I always would pull my hamstring during camp. Fast uh, people problems. Right? Yeah, fast That's people problems. That's what they say. Fast people problems. So then I came in here, and then uh, I, 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 I believed it. Like, I would always, even if I didn't come in here, like, I always had my feet right. I always, like, I would always try to work on my groundwork. It was just a lot harder being in the season. And then, like, I didn't know as much as I know now. And then uh, just having it, and then I still had to do, we still had to do back squats, all the workouts that we were having to do. And then, uh, and after, uh, in the middle, like, I was coming here when I was training for pro day, stuff like that, but I was still squatting at first, still doing that. Then, like, after, like, a few weeks of training, you know, I I started coming here for the full time, training for pro day, and that was, that was, that was last year, like, the last time people started training, right before COVID, or right, like, during COVID, and I haven't had a hamstring issue, I haven't had any back problems, like, since then it's been yeah. i've been i can run like i come in here work out i go run routes stuff like that you know uh i still get sore i do all my cryo stuff but it's never like tightness hamstring tightness uh i can stand up all day back chain dominant my lower back used to hurt all the time when i was standing up and uh you know i can stand up all day and my lower back never hurts uh so nah goat has really uh helped a lot just kept me more healthy yeah um so the the um the 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 thing for both of y'all too is, is and that I applaud y'all is is y'all y'all took a chance, so to speak, and then you you're leading the way for other people too. Because, you know, one of the biggest things I saw the other day that really broke my heart was when Sorrell Brown posted that thing about quitting football. Mm-hmm. Because just like y'all, I mean, Jalen, your dad played in the NFL and then you know, Sorrell's got these buddies that's playing in the league and stuff, and he's he's got aspirations and dreams of playing, and yeah. and then it's like, mm-hmm. man, I'm just quitting, and and he, you know, and that's when I reached out and I, I talked to your dad. Your dad was like, man, I, I'll I'll get you a phone call at least, and then I know y'all was talking to him or whatever, and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so it kind of led the way, you, you know, and then it's Chadwick too. Chadwick comes in and and he's mm-hmm. he's getting healthy again, and so so you know, it's kind of like it starts this little influx, you know, and then we got other guys that's over there. That's just healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, that we, who was the uh, Kevin, Henry? Kevin Henry? Yeah. Nah, Kevin. Cause I remember like, I just like knowing from experience, like just seeing people like, I remember Kevin, we was at Oklahoma state. I think it was our sophomore year or junior year. And this is like the last practice before the season starts. He's running down on kickoff. Like it's just like a light practice. Like we just work in special teams. Tears his ACL, non-contact. Yeah. And it's just like, you just, you just see, like, you see people get hurt like that right before the season. They done done all this working out, all mm-hmm. this. And then, like, day season ends just like that. And it's like, that's the, it's hard on people. Like, and you, and being a football player, you see him in a lot, you see him every day. Yeah. So you know how that's affecting them. And so, shoot, having, if I can tell somebody, you need to come, you know, this is going to help you stay healthy. This is going to help your career, you know, that I always just try to tell them. You know, I, I know a lot of guys that uh, one of, a lot of my homeboys in the league, you know, they always have hamstring issues. And I'd be trying to tell them, I was like, if you just want, if you want to knock the hamstring issues out, that's if that's the only thing that's that you could you could do this. And it'll be uh, I mean, you'll be good. You wouldn't have no hamstring issues. None of that. Yeah. Uh, so, Colin, you've been dealing with these guys and, and, and t- tell me tell me your experiences with them and all. So um Coming in as a as a 22 year old, now I'm 23. Um, it's it's definitely a, a different scene working with dudes that are older than me or the same age, and they're they're all like, "Wait, I gotta I gotta listen to you as as what I'm gonna do with my professional career." 
And um, that aspect is a little bit um, different to deal with. But once they once they started to understand that, like, Gota is Gota, like, we're going to get you right. The trust starts to set in. And, and as we start going, I got some stuff with Corey as he came in. I got a little Achilles series that, um, that works real well. And, and we, we worked real hard at that. Um, getting that uh, the calf back strong, the, the back chain strong, so uh, he can stay, keep his heel off the ground inside ankle bone high. Um, he just worked real hard. He um, he made sure that everything that he did throughout the day uh, wasn't wasn't going to compromise his career. Yeah. And that's that's one thing that like these two really set an example in the gym. Is like some people will be walking around the gym inside ankle bone low, and they they just don't really they don't get it. And yeah. Corey was that way for a little bit until he had a little um, hiccup where he had to he had to dial in at the at, at the the college gridiron, yeah. um, and, and we really we had to have a talk. And and that 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 we we bring it up all the time. That that moment was the turning point where we had to turn it on, and yeah. it's no longer can we go inside ankle bone low. No longer can we let the heels touch the ground when we run, and and at that moment we really uh, excelled through with his with his progression, and um, geez, this last week him hitting twenty three miles an hour that's just and, and for eight seconds is yeah you like mastered that, it that I mean I've been working for a while to run twenty three miles an hour I can only get up there for five seconds and like I'm I'm healthy, um, and, and so like for him to do that. In however many months since July, like he's only been in here for three, four months. Like that's that's ridiculous, and that's like it's emotional for for all of us to to watch that happen. Like we we all celebrated. We in that feed room. on your success. Yeah, yeah. And, you know and, what I'm saying. And that that helps this gym because there's a soul in here, and that just brings it up. And um and then working with Jalen, I mean, we've been working since what like beginning of the summer. Like Gary would just throw me in with you, He'd be like, "Hey, take him through a workout," and I'd be like, "Dang, this dude's in the Atlanta Falcons receiver!" Like, like I was like all a little starstruck at the same time, but then that we became real good friends, and um, it's just my goal to help him get reach his uh, next level in the in the. Well, the you league. was you was starstruck when you met me too. So. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> you was getting yourself used to that and getting prepared. Um, yeah. no, I mean yeah, de definitely that you know. We had a lot of help with Miss Lynn, you know, work, working with the uh, Achilles and stuff like that. And, and she, you know, having that physical therapist and, and, you know, what she does with McKenzie is special. So, and, you know, she knows at the end of the day, the goal is GOTA, like to get you to be a GOTA and, and turn you into that. And now, you know, you, 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 you getting close to tampering into that GOTA stage where we're seeing that pattern very consistent in you and then you know cgs the bottom line with cgs was you wasn't ready Absolutely. it was it was too we early knew, we knew yeah. that we, yeah we didn't do no real field work you know we didn't have, have a chance to get Nat mm -hmm. involved or whatever and, and and get you running through those drills and then you know he helps us out because he knows he knows not to push and he's not trying to you, you know what i'm saying yeah. so he kind of understood the philosophy and the things that we wanted to get done with you so it, again it's not like we're not one of those places that's bringing y'all in here and saying we got all the answers we're going to get you to be a great mover and then what happened between the, the difference between unfortunately colin is is that 
some people have superior genetics over us, and, <laughs> and, and he, Corey right. has superior genetics right. over you. So, so he, he has the ability to run twenty three, whereas you have to gonna take every ounce of bit of work right. inside of you to do that. But I, I got confidence that you could do it because I see your progressions and you and you work hard. Um, so Jalen, you go to Atlanta. Right, mm-hmm. you 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 go and, and um I know you had good grades and shit because I know your dad ain't gonna play with you. But um, how was your recruiting process? Be, let's go. Let's back up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. how how was it? What was your grade point average? And you went to St. Paul's, right? Yeah, St. Paul's and uh, St. Paul's. We had the we had like a uh, we had a different grading scale. One so like that was it was like a hundred to like a ninety four was an A. And then like ninety four to like eighty six was a B. So off the rip, you already you already got a you know. It wasn't a ten point scale. Yeah, it wasn't a ten point scale. So I think I, I finished with like a a three point five three point I think like something like that. And uh, my my recruiting process, uh, it was just getting the right opportunity, finding the right fit. Uh, you know, I I'm not the biggest. I was never the biggest person, so I I never passed the eye test. But uh, when I would go to camp and all that stuff, you know, I always tested great and I always did good in like the routes and one on ones and stuff like that. And uh, actually, I had a, I had an offer from a few schools like South Florida, Southern Miss, uh, Southeastern places like that. But uh, actually, how I ended up at Oklahoma State, uh, Tyron Johnson, uh, him and his dad were being recruited by them, and uh, he told the uh, coach Henny was uh, the recruiter for this area. He's a D line coach for the Rams now. And uh, that the Oklahoma State was uh was where he like kind of started uh, his coaching, mm-hmm. and uh, he told him he Tyron told him about me. He looked at my film, showed uh, the receiver coach over there, and uh, they were just like they kept they were talking to me. That's how I started getting recruited by them. And they were just like, if you come to camp and you know you do what you uh, you do what you have to do, uh, you, uh, you know you could get an offer from here. So then I went up to camp. You know I did what I had to do, and uh, and then they offered me like two days later. Yeah, that's what's up. So then you go to Oklahoma State. Yo. You you uh you there for for you grad transfer, right? Yeah, yeah. grad transfer. I played the uh first four games. The NCAA had changed the rule that you could play the first four games and then redshirt. So, so my redshirt. senior year. So yeah, I played the first four games and I redshirted. And then I uh I finished that semester, uh graduated uh in strategic communications and then I grad transferred to Tulane. Gotcha. So then you go, you get the opportunity with the Falcons as a free agent and then all hell breaks loose with COVID and all of that shit. And yep. That yeah. hurt that hurt you because you didn't get an opportunity to play those preseason games. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that the special team stuff in practice is one thing. On a team, you know, in a, in a preseason game against another yeah. team, you could show off a, a little bit. Yeah, better. you could. Like, I could have showed that I could tackle and yeah. stuff like that. And in practice, you know, we didn't hit because uh, they were trying to get ready for they played Seattle the first week so they're they out there trying to get guys ready for that because they don't have preseason games like usually where they can play like the first quarter get a little thing and then everybody else can play second third and fourth and so that was just kind of like one of those things and then like on on days we had like full pads it would just we would be working on the run game the most part because you can't really work on the run game when you're in just yeah. helmets and because the O-line gonna get hurt O-line D-line so yeah. So, like, if we weren't in full pads, it was mostly passing. And then if we were in full pads, it was mostly like a running day. So you so you just mentioned the word hurt, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, how was that over there? Like, I, 
How was camp? Oh, like um, everybody <laughs> by by like by like day five six, everybody has hamstrings. Something yeah. like every, how you was? I just felt great. Everybody kept asking how I felt. I was like, <laughs> I, I feel good. I'm I'm out there. I'm running. Uh, I I used to do my go to stuff before practice. You know, I be in my dad little dorm rooms in the back. Yeah, uh, at, where we stayed, and uh, I'll do my go to stuff before practice. Uh, after I get taped and stuff, go in there, do my stuff. Then I'll go back out to the field. I'll do a little bit more. Do more like hip stuff dynamic stretch and then by the time practice start I'd, I'd be good yeah now now Corey so now you you um you know that's gonna be your next chapter is possible draft pick we, we don't know what's gonna happen with all yeah. of that because I think one of the things and a big thing I wanted to do was you to be out there at CGS and them to see you move around and just mm. be back out there because that was a big thing right they yeah it was like what you doing here yeah, just to show them no I'm, I'm good I'm here yeah, and then now, but now you got the plan too, right? You're gonna go into camp and whatever ha- whatever happens. I mean, you you're gonna give yourself the best opportunity you you could have, you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now talk about your stats because you had some pretty nice stats and uh, as a running back. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, my last two seasons playing with Tulane, I led the nation in yards per carry. Yeah, almost them two seasons. Yeah, you know. Um, First season, I had like 120-something carries out of 785 yards, uh, seven touchdowns. Uh, the next season, I had 72 carries, 580-something yards, seven touchdowns. So throughout them two seasons, I had at least less carries than everybody. But More yards I maintained. Yeah, yeah, I maintained. How, how did – I, I don't understand how that happens. You, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I gotta feed you. It, yeah, it's but now now in this college systems now they doing a run by RP, committee. Yeah. So they using multiple. Why do you think that backs. happens? Just because they, I guess they want everybody to be not hurt. Not hurt. <laughs> yeah. They want they they want they running Everybody's backs to be hurt. fresh. And let's get this right. You were you were leading the nation. Missing practice, hurt all yeah. the time. Yeah, knees time. aching. So, like, just think what's gonna happen when, when you're healthy. healthy. When I, yeah, <laughs> when you could carry it twenty five times a game. And it's right. crazy. I, had, I I feel so great, and I just man, I I just can't wait to get it back on the football field. Really, yeah. honestly. Yeah, that's that's what's up. So tell me, you you was at Port Arthur High School, right? And tell me, because you had oh, a yeah. good bit of offers, track and. Oh yeah, on. I had I had a good bit of offers. I don't think I ever told you this story, but um. My sophomore year, I actually stopped playing football, and I wanted to focus on just track. And then um, I was outside playing around, and my head high school coach was in my house. I came, I came in the house. He was on the couch, and he had a paper, and he was like, and he he showed me, and I was like one of the top running backs, sophomore running backs in Texas, and he was like, "You sure you want to?" Stop playing football and focus on track where you can get a scholarship from football, you know, than track. And it's easier, probably. Yeah, it was yeah. easy. He was like, it is way easier. So uh, that year, I was like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm gonna start playing football again. So I started playing football again, and I ended up slightly tearing my MCL on the first play, and it was on a kickoff. And it was my own teammate, teammate, who hit me, 
and that whole time it was it was crazy that year um i was it, it was a terrible year for me honestly for track and because my freshman year i made it to state and track mm-hmm. so the next year i was supposed to, I, I i wanted to make i wanted to make i wanted to go to state my all my all my years in high school but my sophomore year that was the only year that i didn't go to state and that year i just i was like man it was depressing I, yeah it was depressing huh? yeah it was depressing so i was like man i, I just gotta i gotta keep on working hard and i ain't had no offers no nothing and so i was like man i gotta work hard i just gotta keep on working hard so my junior year i i, I put in a lot of time um i had a great football season i still didn't have no offers still didn't have no offers um track was coming up i ran 20.76 in the 200 meters which is very good and it blew up i blew up instantly yeah. well where where did that time fit in the country at, at that time like where did you fit that was that was the number one time in the number nation. one 200 in the country yeah, huh? in the country yeah pretty fast yeah i i i, I didn't went to to um austin that's where our state capital is at <coughs> um they introduced me at the state capital um as the number one you know yeah time in the nation and then they put me in the texas hall of fame actually come on track. so yeah <laughs> so you so don't made your mark yeah so i didn't make my mark so um that's when the offers started coming um actually the funny part is though i didn't, I still didn't have no offers and so i tweeted out don't have offers but i'm still grinding and then that same day i had an offer from lamar beaumont mm-hmm. and then that that just made my day even though it was lamar beaumont yeah and, and they in their little small school you knew you could still go to college, made my day. Yeah. That's when I yeah. knew. I, I like, man, I got a scholarship now. Yep, I got a scholarship. So it was this younger running back, um, named Cam Martin. Uh, he had offers since freshman. Uh, he he was coming out of coming out of middle school. He was coming out with offers. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this Texas Tech scout came by to check him out, and he ended up seeing me running into me. He was like, hey, um. What's your name? You know, and things like that. Uh, with position and stuff like that. He was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so we talked. And then he was like, um, what, your, what your grades looking like and all of that. Uh, I had good grades. And then he was, he told me to call him the night. And then I called him and they offered me. And I committed right on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> takes his take. And then that's when all the offers started. Yeah, just coming of course in. they did. Yeah, that's how it happens. You start getting that big influx once once one offers you, and then it's like, man, thank God. And the next thing yeah. you know, you start getting just, a shit ton of offers. Yeah, shit ton. yeah. How was your grades? My grades was pretty okay. I would say uh, I had a two point three, um, just enough. Yeah, just enough. Yeah, just enough. It, it got it got to a point where I really had to home down to myself and be like, hey, if I don't get my grades and 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 my stuff together. I'm gonna be just like these people yeah. that 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 went through this program. When did you realize that? Man, I I, I realized it when it started get to the end, almost to signing day. Yeah, and I hated that I I it, it waited so long for me to like really get down and be like, hey man, I, I gotta get my stuff together. 
Because I actually double signed. I, I signed to a JUCO college. Just in case. Just in case I didn't have the right SAT scores yeah. to get to Texas Tech. See, that that's what I tell all, all my kids all the time, and I stress it over and over. And every kid that comes in and signs up in my office, I'm like, listen, what's your grade point average? 2-2. Two, two, two. Two two, like why are you even in here with your mom and dad's money? Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. What you spending this money on? And then you know some of these kids are out there and they playing seven on seven and they yeah. doing all kind of stuff. They got a fifteen on the ACT and they got a a two point five. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You you know what I'm saying? Like who's directing you? Who's yeah. telling you that this is what you need to do when when you don't even have the academic side? You're gonna be offered something that you can't even take. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be yeah. A, that's, that's how I looked at it. I, I was like, man, I have all these offers. Yeah, and can't even go. There. I can't even go. I can't yeah. even go here. And it's crazy because it's a sliding scale too. So the higher your GPA is, the less you have to get on the ACT. Yes, yeah. and it's easier. Yes. To, it's easy to have a high GPA yep. in high school. You I just don't follow like, the rules. Yeah, you can just follow the rules and have a mm-hmm. dang near a two eight three zero, and then that's the less you have to get on the ACT. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get a three zero. I think it's like a sixteen. You can I have. I only got like a tw- I yeah. only got a twenty on the ACT. Yeah. Like a three oh three five small like ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only got a twenty. You know See, I, mean? I had to go to That's JUCO. A- I had, I had a, I, I was the the epitome of what y'all are talking about is I had like a two point one or something like that, two point two coming out of high school, like seventeen or eighteen on the the ACT. I, I was like, I had to go to JUCO. I, I got an offer from. Um, from some uh, university that's it's called St. Ambrose that's that's near my hometown, and I just couldn't go there because it was so expensive. And like, uh, I had to go JUCO route, and well, luckily I did because it let me where I am. But but yeah, that's that's what's gonna happen if you don't get the grades, you don't get the SAT or the ACT, SAT, you go on JUCO. Yeah. I mean, it's not a terrible route, but I'd rather see kids that are grinding be able to take those offers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if the only reason you have to go JUCO is because of your grades, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Like only because like you have the talent to go to Alabama and all these other places, and then you, you get to go to JUCO. Yeah, of your I mean you, we see it all the time in yeah. the city. You mm-hmm. know, we see it everywhere. It's all over the country. The it's it's a shame too because some of these kids are so talented. Not not even, and they they can be talented in the classroom too. I mean, I've done had kids come in here. They didn't even know what Clearinghouse was, and they got five offers. I'm like what? Nobody's talked to you about, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm surprised the schools haven't even said. Well, that's that's the other thing is, is you know, you got, you, <laughs> I say it all the time that that's that whole systematic racism thing, and a lot of a lot of situations is you get these young young kids that don't know and don't understand, mm-hmm. and there's nobody in to the system them. to sit there to say, hey, you need to check all of these boxes. Yeah. If you don't check these boxes, then and then, but what happens? The the kid comes out. He's this super talented kid. He's super smart. And then what's waiting for you out here? The street. You, you, you know what I'm saying? And, and you see it all the time. We, we see it. It's, it's, that's why we, we so adamant about education over here is, is because we know that that'll give you an option too. Is, it, is if, you, if you got a 4.0 and look at, look at Baron Sorrell. Like Baron didn't even have to. He didn't need a football scholarship to go to Texas. He could have went on a hack of ten, yeah. a twenty-one or something, but he had a four-seven because he was in the honors. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then they, I mean, all you gotta do is look at the kid. He was gonna get a football scholarship. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that dude's just different. He's a different breed of people. But um, no, man, I, I, I'm. You know, y'all two are. You know, coming from me and, and what we do at GLS and 
and this not not just being my but y'all all GLS, y'all all go to y'all y'all the epitome of, of what we want. You know, if, if if it ever gets into the Webster dictionary, I hope y'all pictures are sitting there because <laughs> I'm proud of y'all, bro. Y'all y'all yeah. work y'all ass off and you know it's 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 and it's trusting in a system too that you know, we make sure that everybody in every room is is certified, so that everybody you walk past is going to tell you to straighten your feet when they're not right. Yo. You know, or, or tell you to get your head over your foot. Like it's got to be taught that way. It's got to be executed that way. So and you it's, know, it's getting to that point where it's starting to uh, have a generational effect because y'all are getting taught this. We're trying to teach y'all, like, when we get one-on-one sessions, like I was talking about with the Achilles stuff with you, Yeah. now you're going to know you get a teammate or something, you got a, a little kid that comes around you, he has a problem, you're going to know what to do. And it's like, um, like those dudes in the weight room, like, before it used to be, oh, yeah, you need to be going to do these power cleans to get stronger. Now it's turning into with y'all when when the generation comes behind you or behind me, it it becomes, yeah, you need to be hitting these drop ins. You need to be doing Mm -hmm. these rockers to get stronger, to get uh, more healthy so you can stay available on the field. And and that effect is just going to trickle down over time. And in about 10 years, it's going to be everywhere. They always say the best of the best ability is availability. Yeah, 100 percent. So I guess in closing, I I, got to I got to. I, I want to ask, like, what, what, where you see yourself in five years, Corey? Shoot, still in the NFL, you know, you're going hard, you know, going hard, having, <laughs> having no problems. If, if you got the pick, Full where you would go, where would you go? It doesn't matter to me. Man, it's supposed Honestly. to be the Saints, so I could keep training here. Yeah, yeah definitely not. The <laughs> <laughs> definitely not the definitely not the There'd be one team I would say not to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would not. Watch, go. that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it'd be crazy. You're gonna be like in five years from now. I'm gonna say, hey, remember when I asked you that? You was like the Saints, and now, now you're five years. You've got over a thousand yards each year. It'd be great. You know. What about you, Jay? Hopefully playing football. But if not, I mean, uh, no, I. Got my degree from Oklahoma State, Tulane, so I'm gonna be able to find a job. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah, worried about that. Easy. Yeah, but you know, hopefully playing football. That's that's what I want to do. That's what I love to do. So. Would you Would you ever get into coaching? I mean, your dad's a yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, I'd get into coaching. You know, I probably uh, at right after football, I probably wouldn't get right into coaching because I'd want to probably uh, try something else. What uh, What was the degree from Oklahoma? Strategic communications. Yeah, there you go. Yo, that's like PR stuff like that. Uh, yeah, explain it because I, I don't know what a degree is. Like, like <laughs> but like uh, I took a lot of classes just working on like being like the public relations person, uh, having a company, something happen, you have to come out with a uh, with a statement, that type of stuff, and then also uh, finding uh, finding like a like a company as a product and just finding who to market that product to. So like we would have projects where we would have to do like uh, we would have to do like focus groups. We would have to find people on campus. We would have a product that we would have to try to see like, all right, are we supposed? Do we need to sell this to you know young men like eighteen to twenty two or like uh, older men? Like, what is our uh, target audience? It's just stuff like that, right? So it was, just, it was just like different classes like that, just learning like how to maneuver stuff like that. And uh, I know we took one of our final projects. We had to do. We had a they had a nonprofit organization. We had to we had to write out a year uh like plan for them like we had to do like we had to plan out fundraisers we had to plan out like events stuff like that so it was just like a bunch of stuff like that yeah that's that's what's up man 
Um, so we're gonna get. Um, I, I appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all being here, and 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 thank you. Um, you know, for your dedication, and 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 like I said, y'all y'all make us proud all the time. So, and whatever happens, I know y'all got y'all y'all little pro day coming up again, Jalen. You didn't get to really doing last year, so I, I know y'all gonna kill it. Take that adrenaline, man. Take that. Take that 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 gate cycle y'all developed and go go do something with it. You know what yes, I'm sir. saying. So I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks. Appreciate y'all mm-hmm. too. All right. <laughs>